Vanessa. And this is Shit, Shit on, on the, the table. table. Well, that was awkward. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was at the beginning. <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably, Harvey's a dick. He'll probably keep it too. Right. Yeah. So, how was your week? It was normal. It was good. It was busier than last week. Um, yeah, it was chill. Yeah. Had a bunch of good dogs. One bad dog. I don't have any bad dogs. It was Milo. Yeah. <laughs> Milo's the worst. I'm yeah. trying to find my email because I wrote some stuff down. Oh, no, the drive. I had to go to the drive. I've been trying to keep track of, like, interesting things that happened during my week and, like, actually write them down. Yeah. And I failed because they're not here. <laughs> you don't have, like, a notepad on your phone or something? I do. Yeah. I do. And I thought I wrote it in there, so I checked that first. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't there. I mean, this week has been a little bit, like, I don't know, my attitude and, like, energy has been up, so... Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I just feel upbeat. That's good. Yeah. Could be the change in your diet. It could be that. I mean, things are progressing really fast. My kid's schooling. It's all online. So that's a little strange. So, like, not only, like, are things going to abruptly change for me, I have to figure out how to adapt again. And, yeah. you know, so it's, it's just part of life. But I just, I don't have any... I don't have any negative, you know, thoughts or emotions behind it. It's just like, okay, I think maybe because of the past couple months, six months, it's like you have to constantly adapt to whatever changes come by. And so, like, now it's getting to the point where I wouldn't say I'm super psyched about online school um but i'm just like i'm just like okay we're gonna get through this this is cool we'll we'll make it work well and you're missing that first day drop off you know what i mean that was the first day wake up (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's just like all right we're awake and now you have to go downstairs and go to school yeah (laughs) like (laughs) you can either log on in your room or log on downstairs but are you not gonna have like a designated Story has her own, um, like, desk in her house. Mm-hmm. Or her house. In her room. <laughs> is Sorry. Is her house? <laughs> it's her house. It's her house. But, yeah, she has her own desk in her room, so it's wherever she feels comfortable. She's easily distracted. I guarantee she has AD, ADD and ADHD like I do. Um, so, or she's just a kid. Or she's just a kid, but, like, she... There's kids who are, like... Kids don't generally pay attention. I mean, it, they no. really have a very short attention span. <laughs> But it's almost like I cannot get her excited to even pay attention. So I can't have her downstairs where I'm trying to entertain the two-year-old with the television and then, you know, her on the computer. So So you don't have to be a part of this at all. What do you mean? No, I do. I somehow have to figure it out. Well, no, I mean, like, when it's school time, she's on a tablet with the teacher? Um, yes. But... Uh Uh-huh. But... I, I, I guess it's looking like the parents have to be like in the background a little bit, kind of just aware of what's going on because then we have to write stuff down on white erase boards. You know, like we have to do stuff. How, okay, so I know this is not like a real life pod, like podcast, it's about animals, but I have to know, like how are parents who have to work? The kids have to take all their stuff to daycare. There's a, there's a, a couple parents on our 
um, app, they have the kids have to go to daycare, so they have to take all their stuff to daycare. And then these daycare associates have to do all of this. Stuff? I have no clue. Like maybe the kids have to go in like a corner or something like that and be on their their laptop. I don't know. Like we're all trying to figure this out, but I swear to God, it just like. If this is going to be the new standard of education, I'm going to have to put her in all these fucking sports because she needs the socialization. My daughter is a social butterfly. Not just that, not the socialization aspect, but for... The convenience of wonderful teachers that take care of our kids when we're doing shit? No, the kids that are not in the best of situations. So now, not only maybe were they behind when they were actually going to school, but now they're going to be way more behind... Because they don't have parents that care. It's not even parents that care. It's parents that are just trying to survive. Well, I'm talking about the actual parents that don't care. Okay, well there's then... There's two... There's several different yeah. styles of parenting. And I'm oh, talking about yeah. the ones who are not afford, unfortunate enough... Afford, fortunate enough to have a stable household. So now I, they're going to be even more behind. Yeah, well... you got to think about all of the children. I know, and those teachers who do so much when their kids are there now have to figure it out i don't know i don't know it's so disheartening it is but i'm i'm a parent that cares but wishes a teacher was there to do it for me <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's why we send them to school so yeah. we don't have to teach them because if i had to teach my kid i'd be like harvey you need to go part-time because you're the smart one yeah no for real like I'm it's like math what i'll do art i'll take the art class <laughs> right we have blocked out art days too and i'm like i'll do that one yeah. and that one exactly. pe that's fine i'll take her outside i'll take, PE. Yeah. I'll take it but you got math you got english and grammar you got all like intellectual things yeah i got pe and art yeah and you've got music too. <laughs> right? You've got, you know what? You've got all subjects except for two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me carry a tune. Because right. I can't. Oh, no, God, no, no. Yeah. No, he's definitely the musician. That's so funny. But my week was fairly, I'm looking at my schedule to like kind of jog some memory. <laughs> From like dogs and stuff like that you did? Yeah. And so I had a three day weekend last week, which was fairly nice i got some shit done i've been building an in-home gym because i let my trainer go um we had our um q a which went really well it was a lot of fun that was cool yeah we had the winner mari for our trivia she looked adorable on the shirt it fit her perfectly too so you remember she said she was a grandma what yes she said my grandchildren just left Oh yeah, and she, she looks damn good. Does not look like a grandma. <laughs> She's hella fly and looks, I swear, at least late twenties. Yeah, early thirties. Yeah, like young. Yeah, young. Everybody in my family pops them out young except for me. So, like, I understand. Well, yeah, so did my family. My generation, my generation of cousins who were the lot like nobody had a kid in their 20s yeah well at least early early 20s Mm -hmm. so we broke that cycle of having a kid at 17 to 20 yeah so yeah (laughs) like yeah i get it my dad's 50 like yeah and i'm 29 (laughs) and 11 months (laughs) i'm 29 times i don't even know i lost count right 
Um, when I hit 35, I'll turn 30. But nothing really happened. I have... Okay, so I have a client. Um, she's an interesting character. Like, I think she pops a little something, you know? Mm-hmm. So her husband is always out of town. Like, the last two appointments... She's a six-week client. Uh-huh. The last two appointments, he has not been there. And I think maybe, like, he has a second family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really kind of thinking that because he goes to New York for work yeah. a lot. A lot. And so well, maybe and she's the second family. Maybe, no, I don't know. Well, I don't think they have kids. So maybe he's got, like, a family with children in New York. I don't know. She's the side piece? She's the side piece. Yeah. But. I mean, that's awful. Don't do that. It's so awful. But she, so she opens the door and she's just, like, yelling at me. And I'm like, what the fuck is (laughs) happening? I literally just arrived. And she's like, I've been up since four in the morning. Whoa. Yeah. And I am just like it's too early for this what's happening and I'm just like kind of staring at her like thankfully she can't see below my eyeballs and my jaw is just like open like I don't have time for this just give me your dogs like I just don't want to deal yeah and she's literally running around the house in her pajamas Mm -hmm. and then she'll like just stop from running around look at me throw her hands in the air and like yell something and I'm like what are you saying (laughs) just give me a fucking dog she's got five dogs yeah so she's like trying to find them and it just I'm like bro what are you on and can you share (laughs) I need that kind of energy right and she's like so then she'll just like I said she'll just randomly stop and like yell things so she literally stopped another time and was like reading the description of the movie she was watching and I'm like just give me a dog. Like, what's up? Yeah. But she's so nice, and so I kind of just tolerate it a little bit, and yeah. I'm just standing there like, bruh. You're just, you're just remembering that other podcast, like, you have to build a relationship with your client. Right? <laughs> and you're, right? Like, you're like, does it have to be that way? Right? And I'm just like, oh, I can't. And then she was supposed to give me blueberry jam. <gasps> is she the blueberry jam lady? Oh she my is. god, that it's blueberry only, jam was so, so good. <laughs> this is the only reason why I keep holding on. Because the blueberry jam. So she said next time she'll send me blueberry jam. But then she like stops as I'm done and I'm leaving. And she stops me like five times walking to my truck. Because I couldn't walk fast enough. And she... It was like, hey, you know, I really just, like, miss my husband. Aww. And I'm feeling really lonely. And I'm like, okay. And I feel like, can we go out for lunch is going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's working up the guts to ask me something that I'm going to say no to. Okay, see, it's hard for me to say no because my, my one client just did that. She just bought a new house mm-hmm. and she's going to be moving in and it has this beautiful garden. It's a half a million dollar home. Yeah. It has this beautiful garden in the back. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a beautiful garden. She's like, you should come over one day and we could have like tea in the garden. Do you like her? I love her. Then go. Okay. Okay. I don't like this lady. <laughs> not that I don't like her it's just we don't work well together yeah like she I'm nice to her yeah she loves me yeah but we are on way two different wavelengths she's like 
very loud and just all over the place and I can't I can't with people like that yeah like it's too much for me it gets my anxiety going Mm -hmm. so no I would not go to lunch with this lady thank god she didn't ask me she asked me to get in touch with someone to foster she wants to foster senior dogs oh okay because she wants more dogs she's okay so she has her four dogs right now Mm -hmm. her fifth one is in New York with daddy so mm mm-hmm uh-huh, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you got no family. You just got to take the dog. But that's just me. So she wants a fifth dog to replace that space. And so just as, like, a foster thing. And I'm like, sure, I'll get in contact. I have yet to get in contact with someone. Because that means I have to call her back. <laughs> and the last time someone talked to her on the phone, it was an hour. And I'm not... No. That just seems like a lot of work for you to do. It is. It has nothing to do with dog grooming. No, it is. But I told her, okay, sure, I'll look into it. I just told them to look up local shelters and... I think if she's trying to trap me <laughs> into a conversation. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I think he took his socks out. So my husband... We're always in his studio. Oh my god. And I walk in, he's playing like this little airplane game that he just bought. And I'm like, what is that smell like? I'm like, it smells like like wet towels, like moldy wet towels. And he's like, oh, I just took my socks off. (laughs) And I was like, babe, seriously, open up a window, take the socks out. Me and Vanessa have to be in here and it fucking smells. And so Vanessa wasn't upstairs, but she comes running upstairs. I was like, hey, can you go in that room? And she goes in. She's like, what the fuck is that smell? And Harvey's just, like, dying. He's like, it's my socks. <laughs> so now we're in, like, this stinky-ass office. And it's it's the worst. But, yeah, I think that's kind of it. I saw one client twice in two weeks. That was kind of chill. They're always fucking great. I love them. Oh, I had my dog that had her puppies. She looked like a wreck. I shaved her down. She's a long-haired Maltese. And she had her puppies. And they're like, she is matted. And so I... Shaved her. I shaved her down. And Probably she, be easy for her, though. What? Oh, yeah. No, I, I shaved her down with a five on her body. But then I shaved her, like, around her nipples and stuff like that. And around the area and stuff. Yeah. Um, But... The moment I was done with her grooming, she took a nap. Mm-hmm. She probably was enjoying the pee. She was. <coughs> she was like, yes. She was so ready She's to like, just I sleep. Done with She's usually kids. plays with my dog and my kids, uh-huh. but she got on our couch and pass the fuck out. And uh-huh. I told mom, I was like, she looks ratchet, but she's just not into it today. She just, she's just tired. She's done. Yeah, just give her an hour. And she's she's at that stage where her beautiful hair is falling out, yeah. and yeah. you know she's skinny and like ravaged. Well, they need to feed her a little bit more while she. They eats. do. She eats constantly. She was already she was already on the thinner side mm-hmm. anyway, but with her producing so much, and it's not like she had a lot of puppies. She had four puppies mm-hmm. still, but that's a lot of lactate. Yeah, and I guess they're just on her on her yeah and this is her first round and so yeah they need to give her protein they do they give her everything they give her every she's always been a tiny dog i have one more story i forgot so the client that i saw twice in two weeks um the second time i was there so they're dogs 
usually I tell people when you're done when I'm done with their dog like if they're a shaker to get them to me and they're like shaking or they're like they don't want it I always tell them it's how they react after the groom to me that is the most important because a dog after a groom should be excited they should prance they should feel really good because it Mm -hmm. shouldn't have been a negative experience and so her dogs are the opposite and so I told her that I was like usually I tell people this blah 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 but I would never tell you that me and her we go like way back yeah and so we're really chill we're like super open with each other and we chit chat and so we're all standing kind of in a triangle Uh in front of the door it's me and her like at the base of the triangle and her husband's at the tip of the triangle and the dog is directly behind me and so me and her are chit-chatting and we notice him with his camera up like directly up blatant like blatant like he was taking a picture and it's directed at me and so me and her are kind of looking at each other like what the fuck <laughs> and she's looking at me and then we kind of both look at him and then we look at each other he has no idea that we're like looking at him like what the fuck is happening so then he takes a picture and he's all proud of himself and so then me and her are looking at each other like what and i'm like did you just take a picture of me and he was like and she's like, yeah, because if you did, that's really rude. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I don't mind, but you could have asked. And he's he like, I didn't take a picture of you. Ew. And I was like, <laughs> thinking to myself, like, well, motherfucker, why didn't you take a picture of me? Like, what's up? Like, I could look cute. You know? And he's like, I took a picture of the dog. I was like, oh. And me and her, we all just kind of start laughing. And he showed us the picture. I'm completely cut out of it. I'm yeah. not in it at all. And she's just looking at me like I'm the devil. <laughs> she is just like, you could see the bottom whites of her eyes. They're so rolled up in like the back of her head. And she's just like hating on me. And I, so then I tell her about the thing. And she was like, as soon as you leave, they perk up and they're super excited. So we're not worried about it. Yeah. And I'm like, but they make me feel like I beat them in the trailer. But I don't. <laughs> I'm like, it literally, like we just go through the motions yeah but yeah no i thought it was funny that is funny yeah so beating of dogs now now it's not turning funny guys sorry (laughs) but we do talk about things in a very comedic way so do not like get offended if we start making jokes about anything because we do know this is a very serious situation we just have a lot to say about it and it's one of those tragic situations that yeah. may have really good positive outcomes. Mm-hmm. And so, you but know. we have dark humor. Yeah. So if sorry. you don't like dark humor, then this isn't for you. Because <laughs> we have very dark humor. And it is what it is. I find that a lot of groomers have dark humor. But so in one of the groups that I'm in, the admin posted about this story of a gentleman um, that in El Paso... Texas mm-hmm. um, is being charged, I believe, with animal cruelty. He's being charged with something. I can't remember exactly what it is, but for killing a dog. Um, he is not the owner of the salon. He has been fired um, and no longer is associated with the salon that he was working for. Um so what had happened was he was way too aggressive with the puppy. I believe it was an eight-month-old. It was a 16-week-old Shih Tzu puppy. Yeah. Yeah. And he essentially hit the dog's throat as if 
like you were going to go try and control it. It's it says that the evidence was found to indicate was handling the dog roughly, grabbing forcefully by the neck and it went limp. Yeah. So and blood entered the lungs and the dog died. Yeah, um died at home cuz it was yes, lethargic. They, yeah. And went home. Yeah, and, and the then they did a necropsy and then the vet um, found lungs were full of blood, indicating he died of a pulmonary and en- edema, edema, ed- edema, caused by stress of the incident, which makes complete sense because it's, yeah. it's a tiny puppy, mm-hmm. it's a smushy faced puppy. He throat jabbed her, right? Or him throat jabbed the puppy, and fucking killed the dog, <clears throat> like. It's fucking insane. Yeah. It so like no words. Um So he was arrested and he is um currently in jail or he is in jail with bail. He is in jail with a three thousand three hundred dollar bond. Yeah. So, so he needs to post that to get out. So, this is in El Paso, Texas. So, the owners of the dog want, obviously, some form of justice and some form of change. So, what has come about because of this situation, El Paso, Texas just um, passed these regulations for the grooming industry. So, what's going to happen now is, and this goes into effect January 1st, 2021, um, Groomers must attend a grooming training course and get it slash get a certificate. Must obtain a groomer license, sworn statement on background eligibility. Groomer license can be revoked or suspended. Shop certificate required and must be posted. Must maintain groomer list. Must require background check of groomers. Must maintain shop hygiene hygiene and conditions as to not endanger pets, implement precautions to ensure animals are not abused, provide means for the owners of pets to observe the grooming process, ensure all pets are current on vaccines and microchips, report all injuries or deaths, maintain accurate records of work performed for two years, and last but not least, shops um, registration can be denied suspended or revoked so these changes are um, to allow for transparency and accountability at grooming salons so the owners of the late the past shih tzu puppy are pretty pleased with these regulations um i have to say that i kind of like some of these rules i think some of them are i don't agree with but kind of agree with well, the ones that the ones that I don't necessarily disagree with, the ones that I know that are obviously going to cause a little bit more of a financial issue, mm-hmm. that can be, I guess, um, worked you, around. Which ones are you talking about? Like, as far as groomers license, and not okay. So the cool thing about it is, is that you're not going to pay more than what you're already paying for for your additional li- for your license. You just have more requirements. Mm-hmm. But with these requirements, when it comes to like a background check for eligibility and background checks for your groomers that can cost that can be costly sometimes yeah only i think my dad says background checks cost about like 35 bucks 
Well, whatever. That's still money that you have to it spend. Is. Um, it is. Yeah. And Which you just put into your business plan when you're creating a salon. Exactly. And so then it's going to cause... Um, so, like, like I said, I don't disagree with these. I'm prices just saying... Prices are like, going to go up. Your prices are going to have to go up because you're going to have to be on your P's and Q's and you're going to have a lot more requirements. So mm-hmm. I don't disagree with anything um, except for one of them, but that's, actually, that's not actually on here. Oh, wait. No, it is right there. But... Um, but the rest of them, as far as like... Which one don't you agree with? Uh, provides means for the owner of pets to observe grooming process. I agree with it, but I don't agree with it. Because I hate it. I don't necessarily hate it. Um, I do think... I don't have cameras right now, but it's something that I'm going to be investing in into my trailer. I do think that we should record all of our grooms. Yeah. And I think video should be accessible if a client is going to request request them. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with that But at I all. do not think that they should have access to it right away. Like, like being able to do a live. Or like, I, I'm thinking that they're thinking they should, or I'm thinking, or what I think that they're implying is that they have to have a window so you can see yes. through. And that doesn't like I've worked in fish bowls so I I know how to do it but it is kind of a stressful thing for the dog as well Mm -hmm. as the groomer so I don't particularly like that as an actual requirement yeah but I think for video surveillance is plenty yeah I don't think the client should be able to be in there because a lot of times clients make it worse yes and there are certain things that can be misconstrued. Yeah, it looks it looks bad, but it's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I'm just thinking, okay, what backlash is going to happen? But it has to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, you know. So they're going to be working out kinks. Another thing that I do not agree with at all because I don't think it is our job is requiring microchips. To me, that's either shelter or maybe the vet. I don't even think it's yeah, the it's, vet. It's the, the shelters par- should be. It's a pet parent's responsibility. Yeah. Why yeah. do we need to check? Like, that has nothing to do with skin and coat. No. 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 So I don't agree with that. I whatsoever. understand shots for safety, but yeah. like, yeah, no, I don't. But not microchips. That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. It's. But I do actually like um, a lot of this. Oh, I do too. I um, I'm not I'm not mad at it. I think they did this very well. The the only problem is is that when you start adding like requirements and restrictions and stuff like that, there's a lot of bureaucracy that goes with that. And oh, then a course. lot of times like the people in like who are supposed to like enforce these rules and stuff like that, they don't put the right people in charge no, of let's say the grooming training course and cert- and get a certificate. How the hell are they going to do that if El Paso, Texas doesn't have schooling for that? You have, I think, what they need to do is... Is there going to be a board? PetSmart. I hope that PetSmart is still able to do it, um, which is easily accessible for people and you get paid to do it. Do they have the best teaching all around? No. But it gives you the basic and you're not paying for it. Um, So I think this will maybe give a push for people who live in El Paso, Texas, and maybe try and get an accredited school out there. Um, or they have to go, if you want to really be a groomer, mm-hmm. maybe going, I don't know, going to a school. Yeah, well, I don't, I, th- I think, 
That's the only issue I have with that is that it, it, it tends to push like the industry into like monopolies. And so then you have to go to Petco or PetSmart to get some sort of accreditation. Yeah. And that bothers me because the money is only going to PetSmart, PetSmart and, Pet- and Petco yeah. and not the small businesses. So if they have a really strong, like, let's say, board of, like, people who are overseeing the sort of certification process or approving or disproving certain certificate processes. So, like, maybe there's, like, an AKC certificate that would account for something. Like, the salon yeah, sanitation. I think it should be, like, a hairdressing school. Where but the thing is, though, when it comes to hairdressers is that you do not have to necessarily go to a school. You can go to a school to learn all the skills. But it doesn't mean you have to go to the school. You have to pass a test. You have to have passed a certain test to get that license and and all that other stuff. So that's the thing, though, is like Mm -hmm. you can go to a a hairdresser who has maybe been an apprentice for a particular amount of time. They never went to uh, a John Frieda school or the other John. Well, Paul Mitchell, Paul, Paul Mitchell, Mitchell. School. like they didn't go to a Paul Mitchell school. They went in, they learned the skills in like a salon, and yeah. then they got their tests and licensing. And they're still a really good quality. Which I don't see anything wrong with that. That's my point. Is like if you can get a mentorship, yes, and actually get some sort of education through that way, mm-hmm. and then you know. So that that's my that's my biggest concern is like how are they going to implement that yeah that's the thing is like which i you know at this moment like implement it i don't want to say implement it however you need to but implement it get it done because then at least it's another route somebody mm-hmm. has to take because right now there is no route no right I, now it's picking <clears throat> up a pair of shears opening up a salon and saying you're a groomer yes but that's kind of like what i that's what I'm that I have an yeah. issue with is because so like, then what is it that we need to do with groomers? So we like can it, start an association out here or in Nevada. A union. Well, why would we need a union? Because then you union because then if you have requirements that we must obtain, then if people are hiring us as businesses, that there there should be requirements that they obtain. I think that should be second step. Well, if it is second step, I'm just saying like if you're doing an association, then then you start unionizing groomers, just like just like uh, barbers do. Yeah. They can keep up standards within the for sure. Yeah, but we need the schools first. Which we don't have many schools. You have ABC, which is online. You have the Nash Academy, which I think is only one or two. And yeah. so we need more schools. And I think there's another school in like Southern California. They were supposed to come out here. Do you remember that? No. Okay. So I heard that there was a school that was going to be starting up a couple years ago. I there haven't. was a school out here. Yeah, it shut down. It's not anymore. Yeah. I don't. I cannot remember for the life of me what happened. Uh, but. Maybe this should be a push for people in their states to rally together and start an association, mm-hmm. come up with funds to create a school, and then come together, create a board of chosen groomers that you have to... Basically, we need to start our own democracy. You know what I mean? In your own little state where we create a board and we all come up with a regulation, we promote we promote it, we provide it to the state and say, look, we have a feeling that these regulations are gonna be coming up anyways because New Jersey, I think, is on the brink or has been on the brink of going to be regulating groomers. 
and now El Paso is regulating groomers. So mm-hmm. now when states catch wind of this, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to snowball. Yeah, so of course. So how do we get in front of it so we can get the regulation that we want? Yeah. And that's how you do it. You get together with your groomers. You create a board. You create an association. You write the bill yourself. Yeah. And then you lobby it. And you get it passed so that you have a bill that you want that is um, appropriate for our industry rather than having somebody who is not in our industry who doesn't know anything about fucking grooming writing a bill and passing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the grooming training course and certification and then the grooming license, I don't have a problem with any of that. I just think it's going to be difficult unless it's imp- if unless there's resources available. The sworn statement on background eligibility, that one's a little ambiguous and that could be because like they just put it there so that they can change it later or something like that cuz it's like well, I'm curious like what the fuck are they looking for? Yeah. Like, what does it matter if you're a felon? You're working, yeah. You're working with animals. So, and... I mean, is the felony animal cruelty? Because then I don't want you near me. But if it's, like, yeah. possession or breaking and entering... And yeah, I mean, you... I'm not going to trust you unless you're supervised. But, I mean, if you're good with dogs and you're like, clean... I don't care if you've robbed a bank. Well, I mean, I guess if it's my business. And, like... If you truly... there will be some trust issues we'll need to work with, but yeah, I'm down with giving like, second chances. I'm, yeah, definitely, I'm for second chances. I yeah. won't be comfortable with you handling my money, but <laughs> if, but know, I'll be upfront about it. Yeah, but if you really need a job and you're actually a good groomer, like yeah, I don't really care what your background is. Yeah, just don't stiff me. Exactly, and then the groomer's license can be revoked or suspended. I don't disagree with that, but then there needs to be some sort of what are the steps where you get your license revoked or suspended? Because there are people who are just not going to have good luck or they may have a client that just has really good resources and just has it out for them. You know what I mean? Because like, um, I hope it's not easy. I, I guess I hope it's not easy because if you were following all the regulations and something unfortunate happens that was beyond your control um, and the evidence is one way or the other, I wouldn't want you to lose everything because, you know, you fucked with some rich person's dog and the dog fucking died on your table. Well, maybe they'll do it like restaurants where you get merits. You have, I think, the ratings, the A, B, C, and D ratings. I, I, yeah, and you can either work from D to A or, you know, yeah. you can work your way up back to And, like, to look it. at the restaurant that was out here, Firefly, that was giving all kinds of people salmonella, but yet they're still open. So Yeah, they you know moved I mean? into a new location twice. No, no, no. They have, there's, one is still in Paradise, which oh, was yeah, the yeah. original. And then now they have another location over by your house. Yeah. So they're still open, and I think a couple of people died. So it's like... Did they? I think so. That's crazy. So... They're still really good, though. They're so bomb. They're <laughs> so bomb. So maybe, like, you can get... Maybe they'll do something, like, very similar to the restaurants where... Maybe. You have to maintain a... Yeah. And then the shop certificate required and must be posted. I think that's just your licensing just needs to be posted, and I think that's fine. It might be a whole different thing. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. It might be like where your shop has to be certified, like you have to be certified to make sure it's like a safety certification, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I I guess they would have to clarify that. And then must maintain groomer list. I don't understand that one. Maybe it's like you're just... I think that you have to maintain who's working there. Okay. That doesn't seem hard. No. Do you want the names of the one employee or the two employees or the three employees? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really understand that one either. No, I think that one's a little bit hard. And then must require background checks of groomers. And that's that I don't disagree with the background checks at all, but I am a firm believer of second chances, Same. especially in the animal industry, only because I find that people who may have not been right and straight and narrow in the beginning of their life they do way better with animals they do way better with animals so like that's why the prison canine training is such a successful program yeah yeah exactly so i'm like if i get i just think like having a background check is is good to have but are they going to put restrictions on who you can and cannot hire based on their background obviously i would prefer not to hire a pedophile or animal abuser and rapist and rapist but like if somebody had done time for something petty um i don't think i carjacking something stupid that you obviously you're in a stupid place in a stupid time possession you know just you were being dumb and now here's some dogs yeah. That will soothe your broken-ass soul. <laughs> yeah. Look at um, Pitbulls on Parole. Uh, you know what? I watched that show a long time ago, and I never actually, like... Yeah, she just hired ex-convicts. Yeah. Um, she just... And put them to work. The last time I saw anybody who, like, hired ex-convicts on, it was... Tiger King? Tiger King, yeah. Well, yeah, he was, like, fucking them. Yeah. But they still did pretty good with the animals. Because they were all on meth. <laughs> I don't want you on meth working for me. No. So if you have a drug problem, as long as you're going to AA, NA, all that, I'll, I'll look at it. But yeah, so I just, you know, background checks are good. It's good to know. But yeah. like, are there going to be restrictions with that? And then um, must maintain shop hygiene and conditions as to endanger pets. That is a given. something you need to take a test for. That you should be doing that now. No, but I think they should. I think if you make me take a test on like protocols on like hygiene, like you would for like a food safety server test, uh-huh. I'm all about that for sure. Yeah, like I just literally cleaned my trailer um, Saturday. I didn't finish till like eight o'clock at night. I fucking stripped it down. Got deep clean that. Took shit. me two and a half hours, and I'm like, could you imagine doing this in a salon? Well, you clean it, and then you deep clean it. There's, like, two different kinds of cleaning. Because I clean my little room every day. Well, yeah, no, I clean my trailer after work. But, like... But when it comes to, like, the deep cleaning and scrubbing in the crevices, like, you should be doing that, but, like, I wouldn't wouldn't be able to do that every night. No, I do it once a month. Yeah. Or once a week for me. Accumulates. Yeah. We do it once a week. Once a week? Yeah. Like, in a slower time. Oh, yeah, no. I've been busy. Yeah. Like, but you have to do it at least some point. Yeah, I think once a month is okay. Because, yeah. like, I blow out my little things 
yeah at least a couple times a week so the hair isn't accumulating in there yeah and my trailer doesn't look gross your trailer looks cute <laughs> but um yeah and then implement precautions to ensure animals are not abused i'm not sure like how do you do that i mean you can have your own like employee handbook and have like oh you can't leave the table when there's a dog on there i mean but that's not abuse though no, it's not, but, like, you can put, like, your safety protocols in your employee thing, but they need to be, spe- they're going to have to be specific on that, and then it has to be realistic. Because you can hire someone. Yeah. They could pass all your background checks, mm-hmm. they can tell you what you want to hear, and then as soon as you turn your back, they're beating on the dog. So how do you prevent that? You don't. There's no, there's no way of, pre- I mean, there's no way of prevention. Exactly. Then, then you also have to like figure out: is there going to be some form of protection for the owners of the of the salon? Well, unfortunately, the owners of this salon, who were not the abusers, it was their employee who was, are getting death threats, death threats, vandalization. vandalism, and it wasn't even them. No, he was immediately fired, and they turned in all evidence. Exactly. So they're working with the police, not hiding anything. And they're, like, pleading with the public, like, can you back down? Like, what the fuck? It was not us. We had no idea this person would do something like that. He was immediately fired. Like, this is what I don't like about cancel culture. Is yeah. You don't, you're not getting all sides of the story. Yeah. You're, or you are, and you just don't fucking care. And you're ruining someone's livelihood. Yeah. The like, person was caught. He's being prosecuted. Context is important. Yeah. It's... And yet, they're still having hate crimes against them. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand. The only time cancel culture works is when it's against big corporations. And then I'm, like, all for it. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Let's cancel Walmart. Cancel. I mean, I have to go to Walmart for some of, like, the school supplies. And I haven't been into Walmart for, like, years. Dude, go to Five Below. You know what? I might just have to. Go I, around the corner. Who owns Five Below, though? I don't know, but it's cheap. What if they're owned by Walmart? Well, Sam's Club is owned by Walmart. I don't go to Sam's Club. I don't either. I go to Costco. <laughs> so then, um, provide means of owners of pet parents to observe grooming process. I don't agree entirely with that, just the same as you. I don't like the fishbowl, the aspect of fishbowls. Um, and I also like, don't, you know, when you're clipping a dog's nails, it, it, sometimes it can look a little crazy and you're not doing anything to harm the dog and the dog may be just acting a fool. So those things are just going to have to be really like communicated with, with the owners. Like, Hey, this is what it could look like. I don't know. But yeah, you know, like it just. Because it's, it's, it, it, if you look at it, it's the owner's fucking fault that their dog is insane. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, you're making a great point that when a dog is acting a certain way and the client is watching and you know, you just have that gut feeling. And usually when us groomers have a gut feeling about a client, it's usually correct. Yeah. So now we are going to have to start paying attention to that gut feeling. And if you know the client is going to be a problem because their dog is a problem, acting out on your table, if that dog is half finished, put your shit down and give the dog back to your the client and be like, I'm sorry, but your dog needs to go to a vet 
and needs to be sedated because you do not want that shit on your hands. Yeah, no, absolutely you not. Do. There will be no risks involved. No, no risks no taken. And I don't think you should be taking risks, but like there are some like there's with some people there's always like a little bit of wiggle room to like work with a dog mm-hmm. you know and i usually am one of those people that are overly confident and i will work with a dog for years yeah and have successful grooms and have to bear and grit the abuse that the dog gives me yeah but like i get through it safely of course and the pet parents are but i would never want them to see I would never want them to see that their dog is acting a fool because I know, I guarantee, they're going to think that there's something wrong. Yeah. And it's like, no, you brought me a dog who's one years old, has never been groomed, Mm -hmm. and you expect me to do a a perfect groom. It's going to take years to reverse this process now. Mm -hmm. And I'm working on it as gently as possible. Mm -hmm. Like a stern no. I Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not yelling at dogs, but I don't... I do give them a strong grunt. I give them a... I go... I'm just choked on my spit. (coughs) I do the same thing I do with my kids. Hey, 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 what are you doing? I do. And I don't talk to them at all. Oh, I don't talk to the dogs either. And then when I do talk to them, they're like, like, what are you saying? Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Kind of brings them out of it for a second. Like, she speaks words. But like, I'll go like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, nope. (laughs) <laughs> or, like, you do, like, a little blow on their face to distract them from, like, biting the nail clippers or something yeah. like that. But it looks abusive. Yeah. I'm trying to get your dog not to cut its tongue off trying to go after the nail clippers. Exactly. And it's, like, I'm not yelling at your dog. I'm not calling it names. I'm not cursing at it. Like, very rarely, very rarely am I cursing at a dog, but I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. You yeah, know what I mean? but it's not like I'm saying fuck to the dog. I'm not like fuck you with my middle finger in its face. You know what I mean? Or I'm, I know, do oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, I do that a lot when it's like a dog's toenail gets stuck. I'm like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh uh, no, I'm like fuck, 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 fuck. Ow. <laughs> the only dogs I like call curse words are my animals, like Raisin's little shit bag. Or he's R. Kelly. Yeah. You know, and then Cookie is usually a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Or an ugly fuck. And my cat's a fat ass. (laughs) Or a bitch. Or a bitch. Or a cunt. I'll call her a cunt. Um, And then Camo. I don't actually ever curse at Camo. (laughs) Because he's your precious little angel baby. He's my little angel baby. Oh, God. But, you know, so, like, that one could be misconstrued oh it's gonna be hard it's gonna be really difficult Mm -hmm. and then yeah because even some people are like if you say no to my dog yeah they're like that's abuse and it's like no bitch just because you don't say no doesn't mean that like the dog shouldn't be disciplined yeah i don't want to say no to your dog but obviously he needs a no or a or a stop or Mm -hmm. hey calm down or you know, like yeah. a weird noise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they need it because you're not doing it. Yeah. Okay. My client the other day, she or just yesterday, she was like, "You're literally the only person that can handle my dogs," and I, she's like, "I've gotten that a few times." She, they can't even handle their own dogs. Like they walk out with me just fine, and it just like, no, nope. like I don't get it. And yeah. I'm like because your dogs actually crave order. Like, people don't understand that dogs crave order. Yeah. They need... They like to be put in line. They need... Structure. The structure. Just like children. 
They yeah. need structure. Their brains are so wired to have a, a routine, um, to be told what to do, to mm-hmm. have some sort of like exercise. A job. Yeah, a job. And if their job is to be good on the grooming table, that needs to be their job. You need to train them to be that way. Yeah. It's not our jobs to do that. I mean, it is our job to safely groom your dog and we will do what we can to yeah. do it as safely as possible and as comfortable as possible. But they need consistency. They do. They if need- you're coming to me every like eight to 12 weeks, obviously your dog's going to be insane. Yeah. You're going to have to be okay with that. And if your dog is thrashing around and I am being, you're watching me deal with your dog thrashing around. Then it's done. It's going to have to go. Because I do not need that on my hands. I don't need to be in the news. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, I, like, sorry. I mean, there's... You want to have a bad dog? Then your bad dog needs to be put under. And you get shaved down. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It is. It's true. I get psycho puppies that should not be as psycho as they are at, like, six to seven months old. Oh, yeah. Biting. Bad. Yeah. I still... You know that puppy... That really cute one that you posted. It yeah. was so cute. He's a demon. But his parents let him run the household. The child just like is the adult for that dog. And she's maybe like two or three years older than Story. Oh wow. And she's in charge of the dog. No. So No. This dog, he's starting to kind of be okay with grooming. Because he's getting older. But he's still a little turd nugget. Yeah. Like just bad bites me all the time. Yeah, and then ensuring all pets and current are are, are current on vaccines and microchips. Most states require at least the rabies mm-hmm. to be groomed, and I don't oppose that. It's it's not my responsibility. It's the owner's responsibility to bring it in, and if they bring it in, they get their dog groomed. If they don't, no sweat off my back. But the microchipping sounds a little bogus. No, and I think they put that in there in case of like runaways, like escape dogs. Which is totally, like, if a dog escapes from your salon, from inside your salon, that is your fucking fault. Yeah. If a well, dog is, yes and no. If a dog comes from, like, their car to the door and the, obviously the owner well, fucks something up. This chick just posted a story on the face space. Um, a client, so the dog kind of, I get, I don't know, the dog was in the lobby or something like that. And a client opened up the door to get in or get out, and the dog ran out. That's not your... That's obviously... So it, there's gray area to that. Yeah, because that happened at the our salon that we worked at. Yeah, and it was the groomer that opened the door and just held it open. Yeah. And the dog fucking went out. So unfortunately, that one's on the salon since it was a groomer. Yeah, but... I, I think that's why they have that whole microchip thing, but I think I, that's still... But st- okay, so, like, what do you do? What if you're in the position of you come across a dog that doesn't match the information that you've been given? What oh, like, you- it's still on the rescue, or it's, like, no, on the no, previous no. owner, or if it's, if, like, a stolen dog? In, yeah, exactly. I don't know. What do you want me to do? Well, There's, the vets yeah. are in... Cl- they have to call. They have to call, I think, legally... They have to call you, the person who is on the microchip, to make sure that it's not your dog. That's... So, are we going to have to have the same... No, like, they should just remove that, because that just seems like too much. It's not our responsibility. No. The microchip is not ours. 
If it's a stolen dog and they're getting their stolen dog groomed, I'm still going to groom that stolen dog. <laughs> and then I'm going to take your money and then call. <laughs> but like, the dog's happy now. I, obviously, it's in the right but spot. But like, what do you do like as a mobile groomer that you're putting yourself in a very dangerous situation? Because I'm psycho, so I think now I have to barricade myself inside my trailer while calling this owner. And then when the owner comes, get the dog, then what? I would never put myself in that position. Well, what if we're legally obligated? Yeah, and I'm hoping they change that. So. Yeah, because that one just seems like too much. And then um, report all injuries and deaths. That seems important. Yeah. Like, if that's going towards your grade. I mean, if you're reporting deaths and it could be, like, accidental, like the dog had a heart attack on your table and died then we'll put it in that category that it doesn't fall into going towards like a notch on your your grade or whatever. But I'm going to need an impartial autopsy from a vet who doesn't have anything against groomers. Well, no. Like, what if the dog's old and you have... Okay, so then... You can still beat the shit out of an old dog. No, I'm not saying that. Okay, so then let's let's take a step back. If you're going to have all these requirements on your part you better make sure that you have some sort of contract between first services between you and the clients because there are going to be in incidences where a dog dies in your salon that has nothing to do with the treatment the care or the facility so like you need to make sure you're getting your shit checked by a lawyer like you may make sure you have a senior dog clause a dog clause that has um like you know if the dog has like sort of some sort of ailment and also if the dog dies and an owner wants to fight it and you do not believe you're in the wrong they should be able to provide uh financial compensation for a necropsy if you pay for a necropsy like you gotta make sure you're checking your t's checking your eyes i don't know dotting your t's dotting your eyes crossing your t's that exactly you were sounding great and I was, then you were like it was like Aww. damn i'm on the roll so like you so like if you have all these requirements on your end you're damn right that there has to be some sort of contract or requirements on the client's end because yeah. there are going to be you don't know you can't read an animal they don't tell you that they're in pain or they're about to have a heart attack or, you know, if they sneeze, their eye pops out. You don't know those things, <laughs> you know? So you That's should... some shit like that would happen to me. Yeah, you should report all injuries and deaths. If it's an accidental thing and you know what? So it may be something that can be forgiven, like you nick a dog or you cut a paw pad, but it's... Well, that just goes down in the injury <laughs> section where yeah, you have but to report it. Exactly. So you report it and it gets taken care of and it goes against you. And maybe after so long, it's just like one notch on your belt. But if you're like cutting dogs left and right and you have all these injuries against you, you're going to obviously see, and the industry is obviously going to see, this is not the right job for you. Yeah. So I don't mind reporting that. But I do want to make sure that if you have to report all of these things, that you also make sure that the client is responsible for something as well. Yeah. Because... No, it just means stricter contracts, like you said. Yeah. Way stricter. Like, there, I, 
I don't know if people are going to fight this because there's going to be a lot of groomers who are not going to touch senior dogs. There's going to be a lot of groomers who are not going to touch, like, um, maybe dogs that can only be groomed by themselves. I mean, if there's... And, and they can't afford mobile. So this... I don't know if this is going to be fought, but... I don't... I don't know. I honestly... I think it's... I think it's needed. I think it's what the industry needs. And maybe this will fucking put a fire you know, at people like owners asses. Yeah. In training Don't just their keep, dogs. Yes. Like there's a standard you have to uphold have to have a damn dog. Exactly. Otherwise you're never going to get your dog groomed. You're never going to be able to go to a quality vet. You're just going to be shit out of luck. Yeah. Because you're a dumbass. Owner. And then you're going to get all these fucking bills and like shots against you. So, mm-hmm. and then maintaining accurate records of work performance for two years. Is that like a little clause that they threw in so that you don't evade taxes? Like, did they kind of throw that in? Like, what is it? It says uh, maintain accurate records of work performed for two years. Is that one of those like against ten ninety nine? It could be. I. It's like an ambiguous uh, clause. Like, yeah, I don't really understand that one. But I think it's one of those shots taken at the ten ninety nine industry. Like, obviously, there's some illegal work going on here why is this person working for 12 hours and only getting paid for eight you know yeah based on the amount that they're working i can't wait for the day that commission is eradicated it will be it'll have to be if you're having this many regulations because it's not independently like you can't be independent like it that 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 little clause right there kind of shouts it out a little bit i still think you could do like a booth renting that's different because you're still just you yeah but like, but like a legal booth rent. Yeah, like legal. Not like you're working you're out of the shop, your own little space in a room inside a vet clinic or yeah. like um, a feed shop or something like that. Or yeah. like Solas, you know how they have exactly. those individual rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a whole bunch of different beauty companies. Yeah, but they're individual rooms, not people lined up on one wall in a grooming salon with a grooming salon specific name this is fifi's grooming and everybody's 10.99 that's not booth renting baby no you work for fifi's grooming yeah <laughs> fifi's making the schedule you work for fifi's grooming yes they sign the checks you're working for, for fifi's, fifi's grooming. grooming exactly so yeah i i think that one's kind of sneaky and i like it and then um shop registration can be nine suspended or revoked i just want to make sure that there's a really strong board like there has to be some strong union or association that goes along with that yeah but yeah i'm just curious to see if other states will pick it up if it comes to our state i really think especially us like we really need to get involved and the reason why i say that is that like i said when people just throw problems and like their version of solutions to those problems there and the bureaucracy that goes with that and not getting the full context or like full education or having people who are groomers yeah like making the regulations with the clients well they just don't know what the fuck they're doing exactly so like if it comes to fucking las vegas be sure shit i'm gonna be yelling at the fucking mayor of las vegas again mm-hmm. fucking that yeah, hell michelle know. fiore we need to fix it. We need, you know, I'm, I'd be like, look, we're not against it. We just want to be a part of the writing. Yeah. That's it. We want to be in the room while y'all are writing this bill. Yes. It's not that we don't want it, but we want it done right. If you're going to do it, 
we need to do this right because yeah. this is not just an easy industry there's so many gray areas there's so many layers that you can't if you don't know you've never been in the industry then it's gonna be fucked up yeah they'll they'll collapse it and then it'll all go to petco and PetSmart and well no because they'll still have to follow the, the laws they'll have the ability to do that they'll have the resources small businesses will not have the resources to follow the laws that they have like that they're not writing that they have no resources for so like if there's like a school well why or, do you say that i mean if they're following the same laws that we are why can't a small business follow if there's no school or like certification uh, that you can go to that yeah. is accessible to everyone oh, then okay, you're yeah. then obviously the industry is just going to those who can afford their own schooling and can legally say hey this is my schooling yeah does it count yeah i don't think online schooling should be considered whatsoever no that you need hands-on training yeah and there should be some i think resources available for apprenticing and mm -hmm. you know what i mean i think it should be at least a couple months worth of schooling with a mandatory this not optional mandatory two-year apprentice why not because it takes you two years oh i to be a decent groomer yeah to be where you can be on your own yeah for sure so that is a very strong opinion i don't think that you can be on your own after a year you haven't seen enough but some people do it i respect it but if we're going to be going down this road mandatory two year so what does that mean for shoppers like like grooming shops we gonna have to open up our doors to apprentices. Well, you know okay. what I mean. Yeah, um, and it that it just it's gonna be kind of difficult for the smaller businesses. It will, but I think it'd be worth it. I think it'll be worth it if there's resources available. That's my biggest concern. Is like sure. who's writing the laws? How are we gonna implement it? And is there schooling or are we building something through like even out here we have through the union a bartending school server school all this other shit it's through the union and the union makes the rules for the rest of the the properties and stuff like that well how do you unionize you get a union lawyer and you unionize we can talk about it we gotta get a union lawyer <laughs> but it's like you have strong rules that you have to follow to be in the union and obviously to provide safety and comfort to your clients but then there's also rules that the shop owners have to follow or there's um protections for us like you can't just fire us like this is a will to work state here in las vegas and nevada like you can fire anybody for anything but not if they're union yeah so that you get protection hmm. we also the union out here also provides schooling to get those certifications that they require that How the cool state would that be to have like wouldn't that be amazing like a freaking massive groomers union and then you their state requires certification cool come take this and we've fucking 90 day course you have to take all these tests as you move up in the world yeah why not why not have it there available well and yeah everybody pays you have union dues yes yeah, and it's 40 dollars 
I mean, $40 over... We would have to figure out. I'm sure it's... Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying Chris pays $40 per paycheck. And I'm like, that's fine by me. Yeah. Our reasoning is Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. stories um but you know ponder that think about it maybe uh, you'll want to make some changes in your city or state yeah organize man organize yeah but i think it's coming and we all need to be prepared i'll just be opening up my mouth yeah yeah no sure. definitely i would like in the room yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get it going got a couple stories some of the stories are from the first, like from the last wave of stories. So, um, if it wasn't read on the last one, it's gonna be read today. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so here it goes. This is such a good idea. <laughs> I can't wait to tune in. Here's a couple of my stories. We had a gentleman drop off his cat for a lion cut in bath. He came out of the carrier angry. My groomer managed to shave the major matted areas before they became too stressed and fractious. The poor kitty urinated on himself as my groomer was attempting to get him back into his carrier. Oh, poor kitty. We called the owner to inform him that the cat was too stressed to continue the groom, and we asked him to come and pick up. He said, no, I'm not coming to get him until you finish the groom and hung up. Uh, brah, that's not how this works. <laughs> Um, I called him back and informed him that if he didn't pick up the cat, I would be, uh, it would be animal abandonment and I will have no choice but bring him to the shelter. He said, that's fine, and hung up. What the fuck? <laughs> um, the shelter was closed, so the cat went home with my cat groomer for the night and took him to the shelter in the morning. While I was there, the owner called and they refused to admit the cat. I arranged for him to pick up at my shop. When he arrived, he refused to pay for the work done and boarding, so I called the police. The police came, and eventually I got my money, and crazy guy, cat guy never apologized and felt any remorse at all. Poor cat. Wow. That's fucked up. That's why the cat's such an asshole. Right? Because his owner's an asshole. It's a reflection. Right? Story number two. Client calls in a panic one morning, insisting that I bathe her SCWT. What is that? Let me see. No, that's it. SCWT. Soft coated wheat interior. Ah, okay. I'm good. You're good. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I bathe her soft coated wheat interior immediately because she spilled poison on him. <gasps> Rinse it off, bitch! Like, get a hose! You know what I mean? I would have been rushing. When I asked her questions about what substance was on her dog, all she told me was poison control told her not to touch it. Put some gloves on! Right? She couldn't understand why I didn't want to touch it either and kept asking me what she was supposed to do like it was my problem. 
Go outside, wow. turn on your hose, and douse your dog because it's dying at the moment. What? It, oh my god! What is wrong with these people? Where do you, you can't live? touch it, but maybe your girlfriend can. Right? Where do you live? These people are horrible. I'd fucking move. Jesus. Story number three. Oh wow. <laughs> Longtime client with two standard poodles, and one of them was in failing health. Jesus. He had extremely sensitive bowels and experienced colitis every time he was groomed. Oh, oh I've had a dog like that too. Poor baby. The dog's back end was giving out, and on one particular visit, he was showing signs of respiratory distress. Oh, fuck. Against my better judgment, I agreed to try and bathe the dog at the owner's persistence and made sure I had her cell phone number so she could pick up immediately if necessary. Well, sure enough, the dog crashed and had all, had diarrhea all over my shop. I called her and she told me she had to go to Costco and wouldn't be able to pick up for an hour. Nope. What the fuck? <laughs> Even when I told her this, she this was an emergency. She said that I normally keep him for two hours. So she made plans. Bitch, Costco is not going anywhere. <laughs> Right? You said to call if your dog is getting sick. Right? I'm calling. Get your damn dog. It's sick. You know what? You should have just fucking taken the dog to the vet and just been like, They have to pay. You have to pay the bill. Sorry. Your bill. I had to cancel my afternoon appointment so I could sit with her dog. Jesus. She was furious when she eventually picked up that the dog wasn't bathed. A week later, she called and claimed she needed receipts of every groom she ever paid for at my shop nope stating her dogs are service dogs she had never mentioned this before um she then said she always felt it was suspicious that she always paid cash we have a debit machine and she felt the canada um, revenue agency which is canada's irs might be interested to hear that she only paid cash for six years What? what these fucking people it's not your fault that the bitch paid cash what she actually tried to get me in trouble for tax evasion because i didn't force her failing dog through a groom good thing my business is 100 percent legal and i had every sale documented in my software system i have so many more stories of crazy people i believe i have survived i can't believe i have survived this long in this industry. Yeah, if she wants all those damn receipts, she needs to be paying for the paper. What is, like, where the fuck do you Like, live? you either keep your receipts or write it down in your pocketbook, balance your fucking checkbook. I'm not responsible for your bullshit. How is it her fault, the salon owner's fault, that she paid cash? No, yeah, she's a dumb bitch. Like, oh my God, and then the colitis thing. I had a shih tzu with colitis when I worked at the shop that we worked together. Uh -huh. And the lady just said if the dog shows any signs of, like, if she's pooping, if she's pooping blood, just call and she'll come pick her up. And she did. Yeah. I stopped the groom. <laughs> the dog didn't go any further, and she would come and pick up her dog. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I've never had, like, this... Wow, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel so bad for you. Send us some more stories. Your stories were great. Those people are crazy. Those people were crazy. This was from Becky. Please send us more. I liked your stories. <laughs> <laughs> I love it was up. funny because it's like 
she's using all these really nice words that make complete sense. And I know. Obviously, goes to show our American education, <laughs> and she's like, "It's in Canada, right? We just have dicky people." But we have really good grammar. <laughs> we had to stop and look. My husband's going to edit it out. But we had to stop and Google how to pronounce frac... Damn it. Fractious. 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 We didn't know how to pronounce it. And we it's didn't a perfect word, by the way. It is an amazing word. Amazing, an amazing adjective. Fractious. I think I'm going to use it. What it means, I'm going to tell you right now, so if you would like to use it too, it means... If <laughs> you have an American education. <laughs> yeah, if you have an American education, we're going to teach you right now. Uh, fractious means irritable and quarrelsome. Um, how to use it in a sentence is, they fight and squabble like fractious children. Um, for a group or organization, is difficult to control, unruly. The fractious coalition of social democrats. Why did they have to bring politics into this? <laughs> I think that was the example. <laughs> but yeah, fractious. Fractious, guys. Love it. Today. So, your story. Okay, so I have a story from Christina. Where's this from? Um, uh, Long oh, Island, New York. Oh, oh, you looked it up because you can't Yeah, read that. your printer sucks, so I'm going to read it off <laughs> my phone. <laughs> so, thanks, Christina. It says, Hey, girls, just watched your Facebook Live and told you that I would send you the story. Aww. So, thank you. <laughs> so, a few years ago, I was working in a shop on Long Island, New York. A lady comes in with a little Yorkie who is clearly matted to the skin. I was behind my desk, and she and her pup were in the front of it. I very nicely explained to her that I would have to shave her pup really short because of how badly matted she was. Of course, she did not want her shaved and right away copped an attitude with me. I then asked her to put her pup on my desk so I could show her what I was talking about. As soon as she put the pup on my desk, I saw a huge spot of gushing blood from the pup's head. What the fuck? So I asked her, do we know why she has blood coming out of her head? Jesus. So then the customer laughs and says, that's not blood. That's my jelly donut from last week. Ooh. She was sitting under me when I was eating it. Ooh. Uh, Couldn't wash it off. <laughs> so finally, after explaining for 15 minutes why I can't just brush it out, she finally decided I could shave her. The lady asked if... Uh, she could prepay on her credit card because she was going to send her husband to pick up the pup later. So the processing system that we had was stupid. If the client was paying with credit card, you had to awkwardly ask if they could leave a tip on the card before you close out the sale because there was no option to add the tip after the sale was closed out. I lost many tips because of this. I understand. So I very nicely asked the lady if she would like to add gratuity to her card. Her answer was, hells no. You can keep my jelly donut though. So I groomed the dog, 10 strip, nose to tail because she needed it, not because I was pissed at her asshole mom. And I made sure that I carefully shaved every last drop of the jelly donut. Jelly I put in a Ziploc bag with a nice note inside saying, I figured you would want your jelly donut jelly back. I, <laughs> that's a 
fucking savage. So savage. I love it. Uh, the it, balls. Lo- it looks like you need it more than I do. But thanks anyway for your generous gratuity. Needless to say, she came in the next day screaming. The entire crew, including my boss, was hysterically laughing. She never came back for another grooming. Feel free to use my name. I absolutely love you guys. I'm a mobile groomer on Long Island, New York. The company I currently work for has seven vans and ten groomers. Damn. And we all listen to you religiously. You have definitely gotten me through some tough days. Aw, thanks, boo. And most of the time, you have kept me laughing so hard that I have to stop grooming. Keep doing what you're doing with lots of love, Christina. Thanks, Christina, girl. you literally brought me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, my eyes are welling up. First of all, that was fucking savage. savage. I loved fucking it. love it. I wish I had these size of balls that you do. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you look like you need it more than je- I do. Here's your jelly donut back. I love that story that was a great story (laughs) it is you said jelly donut on facebook and we're like what the fuck (laughs) like we need to know see like i could understand like my i would be shitting bricks if i saw like you're really crying it was (laughs) but like if i saw like what looked like blood coming out of a dog's head i'd be shitting bricks too like what the fuck why is your dog my jelly donut's jelly from like last week like Okay. Dang, dude. I'm fat. Like, I get it. Right? But, like, you couldn't just take a paper towel. And just, or even your t-shirt if you're a slob. Come on. Okay, so, like, I'm going to, like, be truthful here. So, oatmeal, when I had her, I would drop food on her all the time. I drop food on my kids. And, like, I would leave it until she got groomed the next time but i'm a groomer i would never actually do you're not gonna complain about it no because i'm the one grooming her like if you accidentally like there's a lot of clients that will come in and then their dog will have like paint or gum on the bottom of their paw pads or like in their coat yeah and i have to shave it i have never had a complaint in a, a complaint like that or that bitchy yeah you know what i mean yeah. like like come on yeah come on Usually they're, like, apologizing profusely and not a bitch about it. And your system sucks. There should be a way for you to, like, charge it but not process it. So that way, like, you can have... I think that's all systems because you can't add a tip on my system after a card's been processed. Well, no. Can you... You can't hold a payment. Okay, so, like, like when you're at the bar, (laughs) Uh you can take a payment... And you can take the card, and the card is in file, and it's not, it's being, the the amount is being racked up, but not being processed. So, like, if she could just take the card, swipe it, it's on the system, and then at the end... I think what they're doing is they're creating checks. They're not create, they're not actually taking the card, and the card is on hold. So, that would be nice to have a system for groomers and... Yeah, to be able to... Keep a check open until the end of the groom. But they hold your card. They take the card, and they hold it at the bar. Yeah. So, we would have to have the same, like, we would have to do the same thing. Well, I mean... Because they do that so you don't run off it without signing, but we have the dog. We don't need the card. I guess that's true. <laughs> you yeah. know, so they do it so that way you can get that extra signature. But but then you'd have to keep the card on file. And so that's where you should have a second system yeah, that has or, a secure system yeah. that you can keep a card on file 
so then you can add gratuity at the end of it. So, yeah. So I don't think if you're running through a debit machine, there's any way for you to hold the card on file on the machine and then process it later. Well, they'll just have to get a little bit more savvy with it. Yeah, start taking cards on file. Yeah. That's what I do. And then the clients will let me know if they want to keep... I keep a note in there. Yeah, and it's really... It's 20%, 30%. Yeah, and it's really kind of like I don't feel comfortable soliciting tips, but if they see a little thingy that says, would you like to leave gratuity? I like that. I do too. Or an email or like an invoice. I like that. I get it. Like, you don't want to ask for tips. I don't solicit tips either. Neither do I. And I would never want to... I will solicit for other people, but I would never do it for myself because it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But, and for that hell to say, hells no, fuck that hell. She really said hells no? That's what she said. Where are you going? Well, I'm moving. I'm just moving. I'm getting ready to go. I put my glasses on. I know. She's like halfway out the door. We're done. We're done, I guess. This was a good one. This I was- hope I hope you guys discuss everything that we talked about. And we yeah. want all your opinions, whether it be a complete disagreement with us. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. And, and I loved your stories. Oh, the stories are so great. We have two, like, we have two more big stories that we're going to be reading next week. So if your story didn't get read, it will get read next, ne- not next week, but our next episode. Yeah. Um, and keep sending the stories. Next week? It will be passed. No, I meant what are we doing next week? Yeah, it'll be passed. By I'm the time- talking about. What did I get confused today with? I know. That's oh. why I'm telling you. This episode comes out on Monday. Oh, and I keep doing that. on Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is wrong with me? All right, guys. So send us more stories. Please, please, please. We love them. Uh, we want them all. Send us stories at... Please send us stories at groomerhumor oh, at gmail.com. We, we can save it for the next time. Okay. Yeah, send us our stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Please like, follow us, and subscribe to our podcast that you can listen to on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Yeah. That one. That one. <laughs> yeah, and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Shit at the Table. Um, so, yeah. Keep in, keep in touch, guys. We love you. Love Bye. you. Bye.